close enough for us to bring machine guns. I know, yeah, yeah, it's not a bad idea. The only the only downside is that it seems like all my machine gun content on YouTube doesn't always do stellar. Like it doesn't do bad, but it doesn't do stellar. And like I you think, really, YouTube tanks it. Or yeah, I, think, I have a conspiracy theory that they do because then I'll post like I, I really did not too long ago, like a break action through your blackout and it blew all my machine gun content out of the water. And it's like, oh, what the fuck? Oh. Like, it makes no sense. Like, yeah, I got the F2000. And I was like, it's, I don't think it's a bad video because I'm all for like, you know, people are like, oh, I'm shadow banned. It's like, no, nah, dude, your content just sucks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, no, like this one, I'm like, I don't think it was bad because I'll ask people. I'm like, hey, give it to me point blank. Was this shitty? And they're like, no, it's not a bad video. So it's like I, I have like I have my conspiracy theories on that. So that sounds like cool. excellent topic. Are ready to get going? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Awesome. Guns, gear, and beer, episode forty-five. We are here with the the talking balaclava admin results. How are you doing Y'all today, man? For having me, I'm doing Thanks good. I uh, yes, yes, I'm doing good. Good to be here. I like doing podcasts. I'm not sure if it's the narcissistic side of me that likes to hear my own voice. Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> no, it's good anyone who says they don't have a little bit of that's a liar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Well, and let's just to be honest, it's way less work on our end than actual video production. Like people, oh, people Lord. don't realize, especially your um, your mm. quality of videos, like a high quality, entertaining, something that will hold your attention. Ten minute video is days worth of work behind it. Yeah. Yeah, that is something I've. So I've always been attracted to YouTube, even before like probably getting heavy into guns. I always enjoyed YouTube content. I had my different flavor of stuff. I weirdly like history stuff, but yeah, no, mm-hmm. making like YouTube content, I didn't realize how much you kind of bite off and then learning to dial in the machine of if you want to crank out a lot of stuff. Um, one crew I'll give like huge props to is probably the T-Rex arms crew. You know, there people either seem to like love them, hate them, or of course probably just don't care about them. You know I mean? It's like their media content uh, it's like a freaking machine. And yeah. I can't imagine like the logistics and backwards that go into it just from like my own experience. And it's like, you know, I, I don't have a, a huge amount of crew. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, their media team probably has their workflow down to like, yeah. they're they're running through it in their sleep. <laughs> yeah. I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, cause they, they're, they're going nonstop. So that's, that's so then crazy. what is your creative process slash workflow uh, for a video? Like, so typically, um, right. So typically I have, um, a camera guy and then that camera guy typically i, I contract them out to some level be like okay cool i will pay you a day rate or hourly whatever you want to we'll work together and on your skill set um and then i get the footage and then i'll edit the footage and then they'll i'll typically have them do pictures as well so i like to have a camera guy to film stuff because it's like I like that when someone's filming me, but I could always do like a tripod it up, but I just don't like that style for my, my, how I wanted to do my mm-hmm. channel. So having someone to film usually helps. So, um, it's gotten to the point now where I actually have like a few guys, um, on deck. And, and one thing I try and do is play into their strengths. Like I've been working with a, a guy recently who's really good at documentary work. Like his trade craft in film work is like, 
documentary. He told me this, and Which it's like a very okay, specific cool. type of filmmaking for anyone. Right, right. It's that. very, it's very specific. And I was like, well, okay. So instead of trying to do like classic gun gun guy YouTube, where it's like the cinematic shooting and then talking, well, what do we lean into is like documentary skills a little bit more, and we can run around with that and have some fun. Because if he's already got like the knack for it, why not lean into that? And then if I have someone else who is more gun tube orientated, that's not necessarily docu like orientated. I can lean into their strengths, and I think it makes for a better variety that's awesome so then when looking for contractors do you ever run into an issue where the the photographer or videographer gets a little weird that it's a, a gun shoe or do you kind of vet them pretty good before no it's, it's, it's details yeah yeah it's, it's usually pretty well vetted um i i could i could definitely see i usually ask my hey are you comfortable around firearms are you comfortable necessarily because there are certain shot angles that maybe some guys aren't familiar with firearms could be uncomfortable lay down and let me shoot over you right yeah yeah exactly yeah. it's like okay technically it's like the the death you know the death laser is not coming near you but it's like that angle could still be kind of scary to someone that isn't comfortable with firearms because it's like you know you spend your time on the on the range training and it's like okay people most people never go down range with someone firing but in the real world you know in a kinetic event it's like you're not no one's ever always on a line you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's like right. it's not crazy but there's of course i could see the uh, the risk versus reward it's not like doing crazy dumb stunts but um there is like the okay 45 degree offset i like i like certain some of those angles so i'll ask them they were like nope i'm comfortable but i still like their work it's like all right cool we'll work around that we'll we'll shoot different angles and you don't necessarily have to be in any sort of danger that's like the goal so um i yes i to answer your question short i do like to vet them and make sure that they're comfortable with it for sure and even then like it, it doesn't have to be dangerous for it to be uncomfortable right I remember like, when, yeah. when we have the the acr with the the dragon on it I hated taking pictures from even the 45 offset. I didn't want to be in front of the guy shooting it. Yeah, yeah. It was awful. <laughs> that, that, that's when you have to get a nice long lens. So you don't have to be anywhere near it. You just mm-hmm. zoom on in and, and let the let the camera do the work for you there. Because, yeah, no one wants to be the guy with a freaking blowout ass break and comp. No one, no one wants no, to be by no. that guy. Like, here, uh, hold the camera and be steady as I shoot near you in this hallway in a shoot house. Like, yeah, let me let me jar your concuss your teeth. <laughs> yeah. Ravioli video. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think of uh, Garantham when he's doing the OSW, and I just know that camera guy's oh, hating yeah. like oh, because there's like a ten inch three hundred eight with a break on it. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. His, he was probably breathing fantastic after that. His sinuses had never been clearer. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. So, good God, man! Oh, that's. And then you said you do all the editing yourself in post. Yeah, so I've done. I haven't, so I haven't edited each and every one of my videos, but I have edited like 90% of my videos. I think currently I have 90 some posts or published. Um, and it's like 87 of those I I've, I've edited. Um, Damn. Yeah. Well, when I went and filmed up with Garantham, I just had Micah edit it. I, I paid him to edit that video mm-hmm. just because with you know sony file footage it like it's just so large i don't like want to have to buy a hard drive like google drive would have taken days <laughs> yeah uh, it was just like hey man I'll, I'll i'll just pay to edit this we can make it that much easier if you already already have all the footage 
And then we kind of like went through the editing process together for certain things I liked and didn't like. It's made it that much easier. And then it was like my HS10 or the recent shotgun loadout. I had one of my guys edit someone to see like how well he could edit or not. Um, and he, I think he crushed it. I think he did a really good job. I, I enjoyed watching it. It's fun like getting it to show up film and then not have to worry about anything afterwards. That's like really nice. It takes a lot of yes. stress <laughs> off of like off of like filming. So, but yeah, I, I've edited majority of my stuff. Very nice. That's Thank awesome. you. Definitely have a uh, newfound respect for yes production. Yes, we've yes. been fighting with Premiere recently. Yeah, pain I, and suffering. Yeah, I've learned like with Premiere. Anytime I hiccup, I'm like, I'm just gonna Google this problem real quick, and I've been learning it. But I, cause I switched over from Final Cut, and I made the jump to Premiere. Like I think a maybe half half a year ago or something like that. So yeah, I know, I know your I know your troubles. <laughs> Oh yeah, and and playing with new file formats, and mm-hmm. you know, with with the better media quality, a lot of a lot of people forget that the file size also gets much larger to a point where you actually have to be conscious about your your media storage, mm-hmm. and it just gets all sorts of complicated. Oh yeah, I'm looking at my my five terabyte external hard drive that's almost full. It's got a terabyte <laughs> left. Which to yeah. me is like wild. You know what I mean? I never thought I'd be filling up that much data. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's nuts, especially once you get in a groove and you just, you know, mm-hmm. record everything. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. You can just fill up terabytes on terabytes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's freaking crazy. So how far out do you normally like play in a video? Like you, you pick a gun or a theme. And then for a lot of them, you also have uh, kits and costumes that go along with it. And Yeah. So currently I got I got some videos doing in the works right now. Um and it, it's just it's a combination of availability combination of when things are lined up like as far as planning videos ahead i try and have the options of having videos that i can pull out of the seat of my pants that are super easy to make very low effort like i have a list of video ideas and they're kind of like contingency plans so you know if something falls through or if i can't go film in a certain location i can just be like okay i can film this video anywhere it doesn't require like shooting i can just talk about it so i kind of try and have those so those are kind of like you know short notice contingency plans but then if i'm working on like a big project i may space it out over several weeks um which is kind of risky in the sense of if you're paying a camera guy, you know what I mean? Cause YouTube, like YouTuber turnaround profits, it's not like awesome. <laughs> right, right. At, least, at least at my size, hopefully it's maybe not if, I, if I, YouTube yeah, anymore. you're right. Right. So it's like, I, I try and be strategic with that sense. So it's like, it could be weeks. Um, and that those are the ones that do, I think are really enjoyable because there's a big storyline behind it. You know, however silly it is, it's like my goal is to try and inject a good story into those and make it like worthwhile. So um, anywhere from like instantaneous to kind of, you know, weeks out is where I try and plan videos. Very nice. Very cool. Very cool. At um, Is YouTube your full-time job now? It is. It is. So I won't disclose where I worked last, but essentially they had a mandatory vaccine uh, mandate for employees. I was on the fence about going the whole fake vaccine pass, but I didn't want to have to lie. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, So, I mean, I didn't want to have to lie to maintain that job, which is like, okay, it it kind of felt dishonorable. And so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to, I got YouTube going. It's kind of, 
the whole anonymity thing came from that last job so I can jump ship and just work on YouTube. And if I have to go back to normal job, then hey, I had a good run, right? No harm, no foul. But uh, yeah, YouTube is currently the full-time job. And it is, I, I love it. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. It does kind of freak me out though. Like when you see kids from America saying when they grow up, they want to be a full-time YouTuber and like kids from China are like, I want to be an astronaut. And you're like, Oh no, <laughs> that's, that's terrifying. It's like, which way Western man? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I just tell myself this is going to be like my seed money to start my farm with machine guns in the middle of nowhere. When Absolutely. Time comes, so perfect plan. Nice range that. in the desert. That's right. Nice little desert ranch. Mm. Plan. So, um, for those that, that don't know, what was, uh, what was the story or initially behind, um, executive outcomes. And then when you decided to change the name to administrative results, Right. So, you know, executive outcomes, of course, being be even Barlow's old mercenary company, which he brought back from the dead um, for whatever reason. So, OK, we'll go we'll go. We'll nerd out for your audience. Here. Absolutely. Right. So essentially, when I started the, the channel, I was geeked out on Blood Diamond and I had <laughs> just built I just built a Blood Diamond Car 15 clone. Now, it wasn't a perfect clone, and I have content on that that I like to come back to and talk about. But if for all intents and purposes, for what I've seen on the Internet up until that point, it was like the best clone I saw. Because dudes would do like the inspired by clone, mm-hmm. which is like, oh, like I, I do the same thing with some of my other guns. But I wanted to do like a one to one clone and get it as close as I could. Um, and so I did, and I'm still probably waiting on one final piece to make the moderator longer. And I think I should call it good. Well, and the aim point, uh, uh, mount, but anyway, so the, the backstory, right? So in the movie blood diamond, you have the company that Danny Archer works for, uh, it's his old military unit commander. And essentially he started a mercenary company and they're involved in Africa and stuff like that. And kind of mirrors what executive outcomes was being involved in Sierra Leone. And to me, I was just like, Oh, that's really cool. So I started <laughs> like, right. I started like a, an Instagram and it was executive outcomes. Um, I had experience with a YouTube channel, my own personal YouTube channel that I kind of nuked off the internet um, and, and, and in favor of my privacy. Uh, and so I wasn't like a stranger to YouTube and how it kind of worked, but I was never like a YouTuber. Like I, I was just to, about to break like a thousand subscribers on my old YouTube channel, um, but then I essentially nuked it. But it went with executive outcomes for a while and then when even Barlow brought back executive outcomes, I decided to change the name out of kind of respect mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's like, okay, I thought he would be done with it. It'd be cool to use the name, like a cool nod to history. But then if he's having it back, I don't want people to like associate some nerdy ass LARPer from America <laughs> with these, with these guys that were, that were like giants in their, in their field of work, just absolutely mopping up and doing really cool guy things. So it's kind of like, okay, this seems like a good thing. So then I really Googled like the, the top two synonyms of executive outcomes, which is administrative results. And I was like, this will be a really good nod to what was to those guys and then where we're going for the future. And I just love the name because yeah. it sounds like an office supply co. And when, <laughs> when a normal, when a normal like gun YouTube and the gun industry, it's like a uh, pew tactical shooter 69. It's like, all right, guy. I, okay. <laughs> like, all right. 
That is God, awesome. I'm so, so tired of that word. Is, is yeah. it is it back now? Like the executive outcomes, is it are they operational again? I don't know to what capacity. I just know that even Barlow brought it back. So either which if you're an old guy getting back in a contract and work, something <laughs> may have gone wrong or you just missed it. I don't know. I can't speak <laughs> to that, but uh, I, I hope he's doing good. And there's been pictures of him running around with like an AK with some, uh, you know, some African looking fellas in <laughs> Africa, I'm assuming. So badass. And yeah, I, so. I remember seeing those old, um, soldier of fortune magazines like at yeah. the checkout aisle as a kid and just think like oh my god that shit is wild yeah it appeals to the to your to your young you know fantasy of being a really cool guy mm-hmm. and then you and you then you turn into a man child and it still does yep and it never goes away <laughs> it never goes away <laughs> now for the man, really diamond, calling out the audience the blood diamond oh absolutely <laughs> it's, well, it's like i could call him out because i i know what i am yeah, yeah. A, <laughs> I'm amongst I'm amongst friends. That's what it is. Absolutely. Now for the Blood Diamond clone and the the Hollywood mm-hmm. one, um, mm-hmm. wasn't that a rifle that they took from Black Hawk Down? I would say yes. Modified it slightly for the movie. I would say yes. I would say nine thousand percent yes. Um, I think it's even recorded somewhere that they said they got it from the the set of Black Hawk Down because I think Black Hawk Down was filmed in two thousand. Now, Blood Diamond was 2006. I remember off the top of my head. Um, if you know, some of the audience could fact check me, of course. I don't know if you guys got your JRE Jamie or not, but um, <laughs> but no, so I, I would assume you know, in the Hollywood yeah. circles, if they're running with the high end, you know, armament, which those both, both those movies kind of did with high quality yeah, weapons, yeah, and, and the Hollywood like high end armories, there's there's only a few of them. Right, right. So I'm assuming they they saw that and they're like, eh, this fits a time period. So I'm sure they went with that. Of course, it's like, I don't know why they went to moderate their did. And of course, I cloned it. But if, like the suppressor just makes way more sense for that <laughs> gun. But it's like, all right, I I see what you guys did there. One yeah. little tidbit. You were almost dead nuts. Blood Diamond is 06. Black Hawk Down is 01. Oh my bad. Okay, sorry to the to the Black Hawk Down fans. Me being one of them, <laughs> absolutely disgraceful. Oh, and released O two. So, ooh, two years off now. Ooh, what are out. you doing? Ah, <laughs> oh, only four years. Only only four years apart, dude. Only four years. What are bad, uh, what bad. are some other Hollywood guns that you have or would like to clone? Of course, I do want to have my own separate Gordon carbine. Uh, which yes. I have, yeah, I have the uh, upper receiver, so I'm debating on going down that path because, in theory, I can still use my blood diamond lower mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, do it above the belt for the ATF wise. Which old school uh, aim point? I don't, but I'm not opposed to spending the money on on them to get to to build it out. There are certain things I'll I'll drain the coffers for, and this is one of those projects. Mm-hmm. So oh, we know all about that. now. Would it be right? Hollywood or the historical one? Because there's some slight that's differences. A good question. Yes, yes, that's a good question. And I, I like that question. Um, I'm torn. I think I'd rather go with the historical one on this one. Um, just because it's more of a nod and it pays more respect to the OG hard fucks that those guys were and just how badass those Delta operators and ahead of the curve they were. So I'd rather I'd rather pay more homage to you know, the actual Delta force guys. And instead of the Hollywood actors, but yep, we'll see. We'll see when the time comes. We'll see if I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is. 
Do you remember, uh, did you see the pictures of after American Sniper came out, people getting tattoos of um, Chris Kyle, but it wasn't actually Chris Kyle. It was <laughs> what's his name that played him in the movie? Oh, no. Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey man, you big Bradley Cooper fan? What? No, dude, this is, this is Chris Kyle. It's American Sniper. No regrets, uh, right? Uh, hey buddy. Hey, hey, hey buddy. How are you, dude? That's so bad. <laughs> so, can you imagine the. Oh, sorry. Go, no, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, like, imagine that dude dies and they go to like the afterlife, whatever you believe in, and he meets Chris Kyle. <laughs> what the fuck were you doing? Uh, Chris, Chris is like, oh, big Bradley Cooper fan. Love that guy. <laughs> How God, difficult dude. is it maintaining anonymity um, in the current climate of the Internet? Um, You know, it's like um, I, I, one thing. So one thing you got to do with the Internet is you can't. I, I wouldn't say like you put your vulnerability out there and being like, guys, I don't want anyone to know who I am. It's like, cause then people are going to be like, all right, well, I'm going to find out who this guy is. Yep, it becomes a challenge. <laughs> right. So it's like, I don't necessarily care um, if someone were to find out who I am. Cause it's like, I, there's no way to perfectly maintain anonymity. Like in this day and age, if I'm doing what I'm doing, right. Mm-hmm. If I'm literally posting videos to YouTube and I'm doing it nonstop, I, I just wanted the thin veil of plausible deniability with the last job. And then after that job's over, I was like, well, I'm not sure if I'm ready to go public just yet, because like once you do take that cat out of the bag, there's the no going, not back. going back in the bottle. Exactly. Exactly. I think we, I think we even talked about this, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's kind of like I, I kind of like having it. Cause it makes it even easier to play with certain characters, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes it easy. That I don't have to have any makeup on, you know, looking like a Hollywood actor or, or have a bad hair day. I can just throw a ball club on and, and, and start talking. Um, it's also nice, like going to gun events. I can kind of walk around and no one has any idea who I am, yeah. um, which I didn't think I'd be like to that size yet until i was at an event and i i put the ball club on real quick to grab some media content and i was standing right next to this to this guy um really nice dude but i was standing right next to him minding my own business without a ball club on and then they're like all right hey can you throw it on real quick we'll grab some content and i was like sure throw it on the guy's like are you administrative results and i was like hey what's up man how you doing like i was standing right next (laughs) to the guy you know what i mean but it's, it's kind of nice. Like I, I'm not one of those guys that likes to influence just to influence. I'm, I like to think I'm on a mission. Um, I'm not like trying to flex the, like social the, the media life. Is just a byproduct of what you're doing. Right. I don't even like that term influencer. I think it's super lame. Um, <laughs> it, it's just so cringy. I'd rather just be like trying to do cool stuff, make funny videos and make people laugh. And if it's like enjoyable, then so be it. So that's, that's kind of the thing. It was interesting um, at SHOT Show. I walked by the Brownells booth once and I saw mm-hmm. uh, they, they had Mike there and they had his face up on the giant like mega mm-hmm. mega TV in the booth. And there's a line of like 100 people there. And I was like, oh, yes. my God, I'm, I'm yes. glad. Yes, I'm glad no one cares about me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was cool because I, I shadowed Mike a little bit. Um, just watching him because I, I think we become friends and uh, at least at least I feel. He may not like me, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I like to think that. And I was watching him and it's like he would get stopped like every five feet. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm trying to go somewhere. All yeah, right, man, have a go. I'm, I'm going to go talk to this guy real quick. And it's like, yeah, it's, I'm not trying to get bogged down like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there comes one like, man, I'm just trying to go to the bathroom. 
Right. Which is, no, it's so it's cool though. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like me personally, I don't know if I'm there like ready to handle that yet, but watching him handle it, he's like, of course, a stud about it. Super nice. Everyone interacts with, I was very like impressed and, and happy that he had that about him. But yeah, dude, that's, a, that's a lot of human interaction. And I like to think like most of us are, are more like weird introverted gun nerds. So it's, that's, that's, <laughs> you're asking a lot of me, man. You're asking a lot of me. We already have uh, social issues to begin with. <laughs> People mm-hmm. who's properly socialized growing up aren't this into guns. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's like it's like there's like normal guys that like guns, and then there's like the autistic crowd of us that are like, "Hey, are you going to clone a car 15 from you know a 2002 movie?" It's like, oh no. <laughs> Have you know that your pin markings are about twenty thou off? <laughs> it's so accurate. Oh my god, I love watching those debates on the internet mm-hmm. about just the. St- the dumbest little details because some dudes no. actually can just pick up on that no no it's like hey man i want you to encourage you to go to the gym and then maybe go talk to a girl at some point in your day like <laughs> yeah. I, I need you to try something else out because this, this the isn't the only the sun, thing pal yeah because those guys that got paid to carry those guns they didn't argue about this shit I they're like here, here's yeah, here's your gun. Go kill guys. And they're like, all right, cool. I don't know what it's called. I only know I, uh, the sound it makes when it takes a man's life. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Love it. So you mentioned that um, that like currently revenue on YouTube isn't great. Have you noticed like uh, a, a fluctuation of um, like how much you get paid per view or anything like that over the years that you've been on? So I've only been doing this for about a year and I think it's been steady, but they have tightened the noose since I have been on as far as guidelines. Um, the guidelines were a little less strict and then they updated the policy and they made it like to where you can't talk, like you can't have 30 round mags in your video or else you don't get monetized. You can't do this. <laughs> or this you know? Right. So we've, we've been learning tricks to get around it. And um, is, is the robot actually, smart enough to pick out details yes. like that? Oh my god! I think so. Yes, yeah. Their algorithm, dude. Their algorithms are wild. Um, it's it's truly wild. So we've been and I've been working on stuff too. Because like I don't know. Like I've had videos where I have a forty five round mag in the video, and it still gets monetized. But the trick is, you don't talk about it. You just show it off, and it's kind of like a bump. Ah. And, and it's good having like a different medium like this, or we can hop in, you know, you can, I can tell your audience this, if they're ever wondering, you know, and then also having, see, I, cause I, I do eventually want to start my own podcast, but having that medium to like kind of share that info because I, yes, I hate YouTube in that sense. And I wish there was a better platform, but there truly is no better platform mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. From, re- from reaching such a wide audience and getting newer gun, you know, new guys into gun culture, which I think YouTube does a great job of. Yeah, yeah. When I was first getting into guns, uh, it it was FPS Russia, Kyle on YouTube. That oh yeah, oh yeah, was the gun channel and uh, Hickok and all that. They were they were going to middle school and talking to to my friends about the new FPS Russia video. (laughs) Oh man, the AA12 video had the school in a riot, dude. That's see that's so cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And those guys, they got to luck out and cash in on like the peak YouTube, like oh, the yeah. peak YouTube era, man. I'm just like, and it was the Wild Ad West, and there were no rules. Yeah, and AdSense out the wazoo. Because I heard of like even even non YouTube creators like David Dober. I heard him one time talk about how he went from making two hundred thousand dollars a month in AdSense to like two thousand dollars a month or something mm-hmm. like that. 
which I don't, I, I could be misquoting him. I could be wrong, but Un- unless it like is specifically family friendly stuff, like those toy opening channels or that weird shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. It just, oh, it gets man. Tanked. Dude, videos of kids playing with toys. I mean, they're making, they're half quarter our age and making right. millions, 20 times millions. more than us. Yes. It's, it's yeah. hand over fist. It's it is driven for the consumer market. It is streamlined to be as friendly to the consumer as possible. So makes sense. I really wish YouTube had some sort of like adult version that was like, all right, not like porn, but like, okay, this is more mature content and you know what you're getting into. And then companies could see that and be like, oh yeah, we want to market to people that actually have money. So yeah. <laughs> but there is a bunch of money to be made off of kids both toys and I guess selling them on the black market. So it makes sense. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> a, a, a really dark joke. <laughs> Wait a minute. You can't say that. <laughs> we must hunt the pedophiles. Oh, okay. Uh, How are you going to run for president uh, now? <laughs> this is on the internet forever now. This, this is it. This is the archive of the internet. Yeah, you got me. All right. All right. Keep that on an, uh, anonymity up. Well, hold on. To be fair, you, I guess you could be a child molester and still get into office, but as long as you don't, you know, uh, make fun, make fun of the gays or have racial slurs, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, even the pedophiles have lines they won't cross. Okay. Yeah, man. Come on. There, there's a code. There's a code. Yeah. Oh my god. It, it, it has been really interesting on social media seeing a lot of the same accounts I posted about, like like hunt your local pedophile, are now posting about go to Ukraine and shoot russians yeah all right todd your nine to five insurance adjusting job i'm sure you're gonna go hunt the hunt the darkness in the world and then hop on a plane and go fight the russians it's like uh, <laughs> wait which i which i respect in a one sense becomes it comes from a noble place right it comes from a it comes i want from to do wanting to be noble Right. It, it, it's it, they're living their fantasy in their head saying I have made the public declaration that I would hunt evil without ever having to put my hat in the ring. So, <laughs> it's like they're 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 hunting for the glory with no bad consequences because it's like, hey, man, you could go out and you could technically easily find pedophiles and kill them. There's a whole registry, right? <laughs> it's and like Pokemon Go. Yeah, it's a Pokemon Go. Guess <laughs> what, dude? But you know what? Real G's move in silence like lasagna. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go be that, and you, and you work outside the law. You probably shouldn't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you're not gonna be media. posting it on Instagram. Yeah, it's not a good idea. I'd, I'd highly encourage against it. <laughs> no, bro. I promise the police will understand, bro. They'll back me, bro. Bro, you're just they not a sheepdog, bro. bro. Yeah. yeah uh, bro. So it, the the world is not as black and white, man. It's a gray zone. But yeah, it's like uh, these, some of these guys, man, they're just tough. Are you guys. stupid? It's twenty twenty two. There there is no gray zone. There is no gray zone. It is either. If you're not with me, you're against me. Yeah. <laughs> Nuance is lost. The age yeah. of moral absolutism. <laughs> Good God! It what a so time odd. to be alive. Oh, I mean, we're literally true. watching. The invasion of another country in 4K, mm-hmm. real time 4K. Yeah, it is yeah. it is crazy that like this is the first like near peer uh, conflict that has happened in, in with a Western country since like the 90s, um, yeah. and it's happening live on the internet for everyone to watch. It's crazy. Yes, it's wild and worse. It, it's what's crazy is you can be connected with people 
in both of those countries, you know, people not involved, people involved. And then you can also be in group chats of people that have both sides of the opinion. Like it's wild. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely wild. So it, it just shows me how terrifying modern warfare is. And I don't want to be a part of that. And I don't want to die <laughs> in no, a conflict no, no. like that. So it all looks like fun until, until it's actually happening. And then you want to get off the roller coaster ride. Right. It's lots right. of fun in the when, real you can, world, when you can like backseat driver it through the internet and say, I could have told you that would be the outcome if they did that. Yeah. It, it's like, I know everything that's going on through my smartphone because I'm a God. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm sure it's going to play out great. <laughs> I stare at the nightmare rectangle that lives in my pocket all day and I know what's happening in the world. <laughs> oh, dude, it's terrifying. Absolutely I'm loving terrifying. seeing all the, uh, the Facebook pages try to really, really dumb down this whole conflict for their audience. Yeah. yeah. And they well, do it in, a, in the cringiest ways possible. Yes. Yes. Well, and it's like with, with like Instagram and a lot of other social media platforms, like these big pages are trying to post about it, but um, you can't actually post most of what's happening. Are you going to get tanked or shadow banned or anything like that? Yes. Like I saw it happen a lot with the, when the cobble, the last big internet meme was happening, um, mm-hmm. that people would would post. I, I knew people had accounts that they would just say Taliban in the description, and Instagram would just nuke it. Yep. Which I wonder what's going on there with the control of information in that sense. It, I, it's two sided to me where these people are so incompetent and or they are evil enough to be trying to control the spread of information. I I, I truly think it's like. I can't make up my mind between the two. Mm-hmm. On the upside, they did get Starlink dishes, so that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Tony. Stark but I still don't have yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> you're not cool enough. <laughs> you're not getting a nickname like the Ghost of Kiev. Uh, I, I, I've I loved. I've loved seeing people scream at each other over that more than like the myth itself. Mm-hmm. Oh, seriously. Whether it's real or not, whether it's real or not, and propaganda and all that, I've just I, I've had a blast watching it happen. I just observe, I yes. observe, and I enjoy the people commenting, and I have a good time, and I, mm-hmm. I I make no snap judgments, and if I live my life like that, I am at peace. I, I have decided that after watching all this, um, in today's modern age, it does not sound like a good time being in an armor crew. Uh, in any capacity no 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 it doesn't sound like a good time being a russian armor crew no no <laughs> it doesn't sound like a good time to be a russian conscript oh, yeah i don't get it if i was gonna war i would love to be in a tank but i don't know if i want to be in a russian tank yeah yeah especially now that there's reports coming out that they were told they were going to like a training event training. and didn't know where and then suddenly they were being handed live ammo and said okay run towards kiev yeah, that's suspect, and I don't know if that's to take it at face value or if maybe that's what their brief was if they got caught. You know what I mean? Ugh, it's just, there's so much going on that I just don't have the full picture. No, yeah, you know I mean, I don't think any one individual does. It's yeah, so convoluted yeah. with all the different information yes. coming out from the different sources. Well, and trying what's real to pick and, out what's real, and you'll see a video that looks crazy, and you're like, oh no, that video's from yeah. 2014. It was a training. Mm-hmm. It's just, this, or that this dog is, fight yeah. that turned out to be DCS and somebody <laughs> just got it to look perfect. 
good God, dude. Well, this is, this is a good example of human history where it's like there's so much going on throughout community and then facts are recorded. But then even think of the 21st century going on right now. Everyone has a smartphone and is recording what's going on and we still don't have a clear picture of what's happening. Yep. Like that's wild. And it makes me think of like history, how we're, how we were fed history in the past and like makes you really question things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, it's like, I took a really deep doing a big like, head of weed. Yeah. Big think, dude, this is my big potato brain coming out, but it's like, it, it, there's, there's a lot going on. And I really do enjoy watching history unfold because it makes life a little bit more interesting, but mm-hmm. it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, there's no shortage of uh, historical events happening recently. I know. I'm just so tired of living through these historical events. <laughs> <laughs> While says watching Tammy. Disney yeah. Plus on my couch. Yeah, it says Tammy, who's 240 pounds, five foot six. Yeah, all right, sweetheart. So, what would you recommend for someone who wants to break into either just YouTube in general or the YouTube gun sphere now? Um. Don't say That's don't. We'll get that answer. <laughs> don't. No, I, I would say definitely go for it. You know, what I mean, I think that's cool, and I think more guys involved, you know, showing interest in the hobby, breaking into it. Um, as far as breaking into it, making it a living, I think that's going to be hard, and I think I lucked out in that aspect. But I would say if you got to love it, you got to love the game. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. You gotta, you absolutely have to do it for the love of the game. Yes. If you, you're just you, doing you can it, tell yeah. the channels that it's been a job long enough that it has solely just become a job for them. <laughs> Right. Right. And that's like, I, I worry about that and I'm happy you bring that up because that's one of my own fears. And so I try and keep it light and I want to make it enjoyable to do. And mm-hmm. to someone breaking into it, you don't need a lot of equipment. You don't need high end fancy cameras. You don't need any of that. All you need is something that can record decently well and good audio. Yep. Um, good audio is something I still struggle with today. And I'm always self-conscious. A, a like, lot of people audio skip over of? it. They focus on a yes. fancy camera and they have yes. um, cell phone level audio recording. through yeah. the wind. You could, you could have awesome cinematic footage, but if that wind's coming through sounding like a potato, then no one wants to watch it. But if your potato camera has great audio, it's like you're watching a podcast. It's kind of pixelated. Like, what are you worried about? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, that's that's one thing that's very important. Um, you got to think. I always bring up Ian McCollum, and yeah. he's not someone that's doing like Garantham esque high end LARP videos. He's just like, hey, what's up, guys? This is a show shot, and we're gonna look at it. And it's like the the camera's nothing crazy, and he's just out there crushing the YouTube game. Yeah. He built his own empire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I guess just find he, he found a formula that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he sure did. But if if that is someone looking to break into, I'd say go for it and just do it like you were meant to. Don't ask anyone for approval because no one's mm-hmm. going to give you approval. Like that kind of goes with anything in life. Yeah. So how how important is other social media platforms in growing an account on YouTube? That's yeah, that's a good question. Um, Instagram is often overbloated. I think as importance, um, mm-hmm. YouTube, in my opinion, is number one. You can make a career out of YouTube. It's going to be very hard to make a career out of Instagram. Instagram is the momentary, uh, you know, temporary kind of thing where you always have to stay on top of it, always kind of keep posting to stay on top of the machine. Mm-hmm. Your posts aren't as intrinsically interesting as, say, a YouTube video where people can go back and rewatch YouTube videos. It's really hard to go back and rewatch Instagram yeah. content. So, well, and the Instagram algorithm is trash as well and oh, continually it's yeah, it's changing. Awful. 
Right. It's and I understand that these big tech they have to change their algorithm because it's like if if they had the same algorithm from when we got on, you know, say we when gun culture was really good to get into like 2015, right? EDC mag dumps you you can get thousands of likes. Well, it's like they have to evolve. They have to change. So it's, you just have to adapt with it. Mm. But I I would say probably like primarily go YouTube. Um, you know, Instagram is a good. I think as far as gun culture, Instagram is number two. Yeah. And then outside of that, probably Facebook number three, Twitter number four. Yeah. I recently like been started. Like I've had a, a like a kind of like a just like a, a Twitter account this to have, and then I've recently like revamped it and started posting to it. Just so I can take screenshots of like edgy tweets and post them to Instagram. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, yes. I like the, I like the, the way it approach. looks. Right. I like the way it looks. I think it, it's, it, it, it hits different when it's in a tweet format as opposed to typing it out into a yeah. story. Yeah. I like it more. And it's just, and that's just me using Twitter to support Instagram. <laughs> so otherwise I think Twitter's a cesspool and I would know nothing oh, to yeah. do with it's, it. It's good for news, but like gun, gun culture, gun community on Twitter yeah, is... No. It's not happening. Well, it's not. It's not built for it. It's not how we roll. We like to see pictures and a funny caption. Is what we're built for. Yep, because we're simple monkeys. We are simple monk. So that is rad. Uh, do you have anything interesting planned on the horizon you can discuss? Um. Yeah, actually, I do. Uh, I'm working on getting everything lined up for. I'm going to do a Starship Troopers theme video. <gasps> Ooh. okay well i may now that i say it I like i'm, I'm worried that i'm gonna do it and you're gonna be like not impressed <laughs> <laughs> but the, there there is a plan there is a plan for that one i'm working on an idf video um also working on i want to get some ukraine russia content going i don't care if someone's like that's controversial and insensitive hey guess what though that's your reality now yeah uh, someone out there wants to kill you um I really loved uh, Mike's post of someone complaining that he used uh, music from Red Alert 3 in his testing of the Alton Helmet video. Yeah, that's a, promoting uh, Russian military music. Yeah, that's that is not a that that is the opposite of the Giga Chad moment. That is <laughs> you really like imagine your ancestors knowing you got offended that someone used a, a Russian sounding song in a YouTube video because some other nations are having it like that to me is just it's just weak dick energy my man oh, you, gotta, you gotta you gotta like be more be more tough especially with your humor it's not hard it's, it's cheap to be tough with your humor but yeah dude, that's that's pretty weak sauce but that's you know, i got like an ar-15 video lined up hopefully we get some stuff with some with some belt feds lined up that'd be pretty fun nice. um i've been wanting to dive into some airsoft content more I oh, think airsoft. Oh. I, I think it's an excellent feeder, and I think it's a very slept-on training tool. Uh, mm -hmm. Mojo has been doing a really good job showing off some of his footage from airsoft, um, getting you know maybe younger guys interested in mm -hmm. getting maybe guys currently in fire. I, I will say this: airsofters break and go through like kit and gear way more than just your your average flat range shooter. Yes, nine thousand percent. Yes. Yeah. And they're doing it in these environments that yep. are way cooler than the flat range. Yep. They're they're climbing over shit. They're cool fields and derelict buildings and crawling mm -hmm. through stuff like they're they're they they figure out what works and what doesn't a lot more than 
like, like I said, just people at flat range, we go to shoots occasionally right. and we see guys put on, put on this kit that clearly they've never worn for more than an hour or traveled more than a hundred mm-hmm. yards with. Mm-hmm. And like Air softers have it more figured out than yes. the people who hate them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, don't get me wrong. Airsoft culture is there's a lot of very much. Oh, it's, to it, oh it's so toxic. Oh. Yeah. But we can also say the same thing about certain aspects of gun culture. Mm-hmm. So it's like, take it easy. And then when guys are like, no one is cool. You're both cringe. Yeah, it's like, hey, I, I don't have to tell you this. You're not as cool as you think you are. Like, go have go have some fun. If you think airsofting mm-hmm. is fun, go have some fun. And even if you are like uh, some airsofter that's like, uh, what I do is kind of cringe. Hey, man, guess what? You're going to die someday. Go have fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> as long as you're not hurting anybody else, then absolutely you'll be fine. Uh, that would be or, interesting. What, what kind yeah. of events are you looking at hitting? So it's going to be, so one's going to be kind of like a, how for get, getting gun guys into airsoft. And then mm-hmm. uh, if anyone still has that idea, then you know where they got it from first, but uh, absolutely uh, it's here. Absolutely. I, I truly don't care. I'm going to make it regardless. <laughs> um, I'm looking to probably do a Milsom West event in the future. I think that would be Excellent. a good event. Um, I do like the force on force aspect of it. I think it's a lot of fun, but I want to try out a little bit longer event where you're actually humping it out in the mm-hmm. woods. That sustainment oh. gear is something else that the average shooter has like no experience with. Exactly. Exactly. So I want to go try that out try that out in a nice little fun environment where it's a little force on force, uh, hang out with the boys, have a good time and get smoked. So it should be a good yep. time. But well, you guys, it, especially on? with Milsom West, if if guys don't have airsoft and they don't want to get an airsoft gun, you can bring your real gun and use it as blank fire. That's a good point. That's a really mm-hmm. good point. And yeah, that sounds like a fun, fun ambiance that it, it adds to. Really it, cool. it is a lot of fun because at that point, I, I, we've done it before. You're not really mm-hmm. worried about hitting people because you're, you're shooting blanks. You're there to make the event cooler for those around you. And it's yeah. it's fun to. Uh, initiate uh, a shitty L-shaped ambush with a whole bunch of blank fire AKs on your friends. Yeah, that'd be freaking awesome to be on the receiving end and just be like, I'm dead. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> like, oh, you got me. Like, that's, but you don't actually die. So that's the best part. Yep. That is the <laughs> no, best part. No you one dies and you all get, get drunk up. afterwards. It's like, ooh, that, that sung a little bit, but now I'm back in it. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Let us know. Uh, yeah, let us know which away. one you go to. Stay I away shall. from the people trying to offer you wild turkey when it's 95 degrees <laughs> out. Ooh, yeah. That's no just point. bad oh. news. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to steer clear of that one so I don't yeah. void my bowels all over the place. Uh, no, you, you have to oh. dehydrate yourself through the, mm. the physical event. <laughs> and hydrate turned, until you dehydrate. It turned really realistic once we got dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> Dear mother, the war has turned against us. We are losing. <laughs> I have pooped yeah. and shitted. I have shitted and pissed my pins. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Anything else you want to tell the good people at home for Bounce Out? Where can people find you? Um, I got nothing else for him, man. Uh, people can find me over on YouTube and Instagram. Administrative results. You have to type in the whole thing on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, YouTube's pretty good. YouTube's pretty good about the search engine. They'll they'll toss me up usually pretty much first. Instagram is also Instagram. Fun. Sometimes I'll I'll put in a username that is like it to a T, and it still mm-hmm. won't pull it up. Wow. Derek's personal Instagram is like that. For oh me, which yeah, is really yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. We're just getting throttled on Instagram then, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's a tough. Unless you give them money, then suddenly everyone can find it. 
Ooh. It's not bad. Yeah. And the more money you give them, the more people can find you per yeah. day. <laughs> huh. I don't know if I want to do that, but yeah, I can see I can see why a business would have that inclination. Mm-hmm. It's worked for us at least because Instagram decided no one can find you a while ago. And then mm. we're like, what if we just run a few small ads? And suddenly Instagram's like, good news. Everyone sees you. That's actually a good point, huh? It'd be fun to do like some funny 4D chess ads where it's like not necessarily trying to market stuff, but it just adds <laughs> just to be funny. <laughs> yes. And then, and then it helps with the algorithm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, That's interesting. A big Kook, thing. Kooky little life hack to break yourself out of shadow banning is if your account is allowed to do it. Although, as yeah. we discovered the other day, Instagram has a wacky new auto-disable feature that's a little Oh, yeah, yeah. Buggy. Instagram just nuked our uh, the main business account for us last week. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Did you guys just get it back? Yeah, got it back. Just, nice, it, nice, it was nice. gone, and then nothing, and then it came back, and they sent an email saying, whoops, that was on accident, carry on. So, yeah. who knows? It'll probably happen again. Yeah, it sounds about right. If if Grantham and you know Lucas can get theirs schwacked, then anyone can. So yeah, did did Mike ever get his back? Oh yeah, he got he got it back. He okay, got it back. which we all thought that was never coming back because yeah. he was already on thin ice. So more power to him. And then Lucas seemed like kind of out of left field for his, but I I can see uh, a lot of, a lot of people um, anger reporting Lucas. Yeah, I could see that one too. That one be pretty easy. He's done like the whole controversial beliefs thing, and that probably that mm. probably made a lot of people mad. So, but, yeah, Which, that, yeah, that's how you got to up your algorithm as well. Just go drop some some very based facts on the timeline and see what happens. I know. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's go get based on the timeline. <laughs> Hell yeah! Give everyone a big old red pill or black pill. <laughs> that Instagram doesn't understand, man. <laughs> They don't get it. They don't understand the movement where we're trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> and then call everyone who is offended a snowflake. Yes. 9,000% liberal cuck. <laughs> there you go. That's the one that really gets. It's them. That's how you own them. That's how you own them. Congratulations. Your soul is now mine. <laughs> That's how you win every fight. Every internet fight. You call him a liberal cuck. You've won uh, yes. the battle. Owned. My MAGA hat is an engine that turns liberal tears into jet fuel. <laughs> that that can't melt steel beams. Uh oh, are we about to go on a whole nother tangent? Oh, absolutely. What what's your favorite conspiracy theories on the internet? Um favorite conspiracy theories on the internet. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Is it Jewish space lasers? <laughs> I think it's about a B. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have. Of course, of course, 9 11 is always a big one where, like, once you start digging I, I, into it, you're basic. like, that's that's the ham that's and a, cheese that, of conspiracy. That's the ham. And, that's, that's like the, okay, we're about to go down a rabbit hole. What, what's going on here? That's that's the feeder. Um, I remember like being landing, <laughs> dude. I remember being in high school when Sandy Hook happened. Yeah, and then Alex Jones had his whole conspiracy theory on it, and then of the course, I think sectors. that yeah. the And there was a lot of details in it that were like, "Hey, that is kind of sus." Hey, yo, that is kind of sus. But uh, yeah. <sighs> Uh, what about the out. Vegas shooting? Yeah, There's some, oh, some Vegas kooky shooting, stuff though. that's still classified. 
The Vegas one freaks me out because even guys that work for Vegas PD or the mm-hmm. Metro, they're like, they can't mm-hmm. access the files. Yeah, it's like, mm, this doesn't sound right. Like the the bump fire stock. Uh, yeah, I'm it, not saying anything, but now that we have a 240. As an owner of a 240, the, the tone and rate of fire is very similar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the that, videos, like, mm, I've heard this one before. That's dude. And the, th- and the thing is, is that people be like, bro, that's super insensitive. People die. And it's like, yeah, but your government's willing to kill you for this. So that's that's also kind of the sketchy thing. It's it's like we act like the 60s never happened or the 50s and the 70s never happened. You know, the CIA would never do anything to me. I'm a good yeah, boy. There, there, there is no such thing as evil within our own, you know, bureaucracy. Yeah, MK that's, Ultra, Ultra. That sounds like a what? sweet band. Yeah, yeah, dude. Is oh. that the new seltzer? Is that the new Travis Scott <laughs> seltzer? Bro, we're gonna go see MK Ultra down in Guantanamo Bay, dude. We're gonna shred some waves, do some waterboarding. Yeah, going down to the Bay of Pigs. Yeah, yeah. If if the ATF was willing to burn a bunch of crazy cult people down in Texas, I'm pretty sure some crazy government agency would be down to push an agenda in Vegas. It's uh, it's just so like you don't want it to be true because you want to have like a little bit of a stimulus of hope in your government. But then you remember mm-hmm. it's like I, I, I have none. I have it, none. It's also the government at the same <laughs> it's time. Like, it's also the government. You know what I mean? Because it, it's tough because, you know, guys that work for the government and it's not yeah. like every every level, but it's like, no, they're all just, evil. Yeah, it's like they're all evil. It's like, no, it's <laughs> hey, cap, hey, cap. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, God, it's like I, I like certain cops, but as a whole, I dislike the government. Right. Yeah. And it's like it's people don't really disconnect there. So it's back to the black and white. There is no gray area. <laughs> yeah, there's no gray <laughs> With area. or against. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough, man. But the Vegas shooting was a big one because I think I, I even I knew of people that that got shot there, like second oh to God. third hand. Right. And so when it's like when you know of that and then you also think, hey, these facts aren't lining up, it kind of makes you even more mad because it's not just – things just aren't lining up and there's questions that aren't being answered. And it's just like the world moved on. Now we're here and that was years ago. So, And we're done. Next. And we're done. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's terrifying. Funny how it works like that. Mm. Just a good reminder. Yeah. Good reminder that there is evil in the world. Someone wants to kill you. Uh, train. And that you have to put killed. on your Instagram post that you are the sheepdog to hunt the evil. Yes. Yes. You have to be. You have to be the thin, the thin veil line. Yeah. And remember, oh, kids, if you have enough Instagram followers, you can ask for a cop gun in an active shooting. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah. That was hey. Fun. I do that. If anything came out of that, that was good. It was watching Dan Bazillion be a fucking idiot. (laughs) Oh, comedy gold. Talk about silver linings. Dude. Give me, give me a gun. It's like, you're not master. You're not master chief. Like what the fuck? The, the, the shooting is 500 yards away. What are you going to do with the clock? Exactly. It's not even like genuine. Cause someone's recording him. It's like, bro, (laughs) That dude, I I don't know when you guys want to wrap this up, but that dude, I can go on a tangent about how much I don't really like him. I remember him on the JRE podcast, dude. Yeah. And just it's like he's that dude that's like, oh, bro, I totally had sex with all these women. And you're like, really, man? What were their names? Oh, they were girls. And you're like, this <laughs> 
I'm I'm not starting to believe you, bro. Wait a minute, their, bro. Their boobs felt like bags of sand, and you're like, no, <laughs> no, this, is, this isn't adding up. Yeah, Wait he's one of those guys. He's just the kid in junior high that's lying about having sex with girls so he can impress his boys. That's all he is, dude. He's, yeah. yeah, he's that kid in the in the eighth grade who's banging the teachers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah, he's one of those guys, dude. It's not a cool. It's not a cool guy. So what I'm hearing uh, is we need to get both of you on the podcast. Then wait, say it again. Oh, please. What I'm hearing is we need to get you and him on a podcast. Then oh my god, I would love to be on a podcast with Dan Bilzerian, and I would just like <laughs> genuinely try and get to the bottom of him, uh, and be like, dude, what's your deal? Like, I'm I'm not trying to attack you right now, but what makes you got to act like so this? Maybe, I'm not trying to attack you. I'm just trying to to decipher for the world why you're an idiot. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great a great way to get to the bottom of someone's like bad plans is just asking questions. Hey, so why are we doing this? Uh, why this? Why not this? And then they'll start to divulge and realize maybe this isn't a good idea. <laughs> but yeah, you have to follow their own train of thought until it derails and destroys the town. Right. You just got to derail their train of thought for them. Like you just said, it's it's it's, it's that's that's the best route. Uh, that is excellent. Well, dude, thank you for jumping on. This has been a blast. I had a blast. I, I killed a nice little glass of whiskey. It was a good time. No better excellent. way to spend my Monday night. Excellent. Absolutely. Thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you next time.